today's guest, Rudi Bauer, Managing Director of VR Developers. So we're doing a kind of a, a, a big survey every year because we want to understand the community better. We want to also transfer the know-how and we also want to learn from it. And we do it every year. And this year, so in 2023, we, we did it in all over Europe. So we asked 1,300 developers all over Europe uh, about what's becoming important, what they think is the most important for them, what what makes them deciding for a new job or, or deciding to take an offer from a company. And there's some some facts that, yeah, they are, they are there. We know them quite for years. I mean, uh, like uh, discrimination uh, is, is important. It, it's still shocking how, how many percent of the people mention it as a problem. So I thought it's probably, if I guess, it, I would have said it probably it's in 10% of the companies. But honestly, the answer that we got is was more than 50%. Or the other way around, the important stuff becomes more unimportant. And uh, for, for, to, to give an example, forty-three percent of the of the of the people that we asked mentioned that they would be willing to sign an offer, even if the salary is lower than from from competition, if the company is able to give them a kind of a perspective and help them to develop their careers. Rudy and I talked about how to build up a community with engineers. They run the biggest developer world congress with more than 12,000 attendees each year in Berlin. And um, they had a very smart approach on how to build that up with all the communities they run next to the congress, plus also their um, sourcing services and employer branding and advertising services um, for hiring engineers. So very interesting episode for everybody that um, wants to get more info or looks into some brain food for engineering hiring. Then you can build trust and then you can spend less time communicating and more time just getting shit done. Then I went home and, and thought about this sentence. We basically put it on the table. Hiring takes time. People are trained. How to objectively judge certain situations. It's very, 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 very hard to change things. That was the learning. Entrepreneurs with empathy. On the people side. Today's guest is Rudi. Um, we already, I think, know each other for um, years now, um, but really never had a chance to do a podcast. Yeah. And now we did. Um, and um, great to have you here today, Rudi. Thank you very much for the invitation. I'm very glad to be there as well. So. Yes, and also thank you for inviting me to your events because you have a pretty cool event going on with the VR Developers Conference and some other events. So maybe we start with a bit of context about yourself and what you do and did and maybe what shaped you most. That's always quite interesting. Mm -hmm. also, from from a personal uh, life, uh, I really started as a developer. So in the late 80s and early 60s, I started as a developer. I was living in Stockholm at this time and was working for a company called Ericsson. People know them. And... Uh, I really loved this life being a developer. And then I moved more into into the product marketing and, and marketing and advertising and management. And uh, then I ended up in 2014, I ended up as the managing director of Stepstone Austria, a job that I really loved for seven years. And the last two years, I had the chance to be the kind of a chief evangelist for Stepstone Group. And that was really amazing because I had the chance to listen to a lot of really interesting people talking about uh, uh, the, the, the environment, uh, how the changes are in the environment, the social demographic changes, uh, what will happen with the labor market in all over Europe or probably all over the world. And 
that brought me then more on the track uh, to to really think about if the whole environment switches from active to passive candidates, what does that mean for the industry? And then I found We Are Developers uh, three years ago now, and they ha- talked to me and I really fell in love with the concept of building up a community to get this kind of loyalty of the community and to be, be in, in a position to really be in a position to to address them and to talk to them and to get in contact to them, to inspire them, to create it and get their curiosity. Because I think it's really important and necessary if you want to get in contact with passive candidates. And I think that kind of changes in the environment, this ongoing change uh, is really inspiring for me. That is what drives me really. And I'm an extremely curious person. So I always try to find new things and always try to find the secret behind something. So, uh, So I'm driven by that probably. I think also you build a very strong asset with the whole brand, the community and everything you do at We Developers. But are you also a good guitarist? I see some guitars in the background. Yeah, but music is is uh, music is for me the, the I, I I think I was never good good enough to live from it, but uh, it's really a, a nice <laughs> hobby because because uh, it's, it's 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 one way of getting my brain free. So I do some sports and I, I do some music, and these two things are really. Uh, allowing me to really switch off uh, all my minds and then and, and get into into my private world. Cool. Um, so maybe we, let let's start talking a bit about hiring engineers. Um, you have a lot of insights. Mm-hmm. You do regular reports, but could you maybe give us more um, an overview of what? What's the whole brand? What's behind VR developers? What, what is it? Maybe also in terms of numbers. And then what are your, your certain findings and how you view hiring engineers in 2023 or even 2024 and onwards? What do you think will be necessary and so on? And what, what, what is what you discovered? I think what's what's really important is to to be on eye level. So I think that the most important thing is not to have to 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 overcome this gap. And there's definitely there's a gap between companies and 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 candidates. And it's it it exists for many many years. I think it it has become better, but it's still there. And I think these kind of stereotypes to 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 think developers are the, the guys sitting with a black t-shirt somewhere in the, in the basement eating pizza and uh, not willing to talk to anybody is totally wrong. And I think if you have accept and overcome that, I think it, you are a really big step closer to, to, to getting the people. The next thing is to probably under, start understanding them and starting start understanding them for me means uh, try to, get the kind of feeling what's what's inspiring for them what creates their curiosity and what brings them really uh closer to you i think that's very important and the third thing which is really important and i think that's probably the most important is that speed kills so i think uh, the good people are on the market and that's not only valid for developers i think it's developed in, in all the kind of passive candidate markets where we are going in if somebody decides to change job, he normally has got three, four, five, six offers on his table. Mm. Therefore, you need you, to be extremely fast. Do you think that's still the case now in 2023, 2022? Because also a bit, the, I think the tech 
sector got a bit hit, right, with overall macroeconomics. Um, do you still see, uh, still see the competitiveness um, as maybe two, three years ago? I think it's, it's, it's not as competitive as it was two, three years ago, but I think we have reached now a, a kind of a level which I've, I, I always call the healthy level because now there's a realistic chance to fill the open positions and it's hard, mm. hard fight. I, I mean, three years ago, it was definitely un, impossible. It was not healthy. For, <laughs> yeah, it was not healthy. It wasn't possible. That's a, and that's, and we've now reached a, a kind of a level which I always see as this kind of healthy level yeah, where, there is a realistic chance if you if you address the people right, if you speed up your processes, if you talk to them on an eye level, I think you you definitely have a chance to grab good people and, and to get the talents. Mm. And you also did a developer report recently on job fairness. What is it about? And what does it say? So we're doing a kind of a, a, a big survey every year because we want to understand the community better. We want to also transfer the know-how and we also want to learn from it. And we do it every year. And this year, so in 2023, we, we did it in all over Europe. So we asked 1,300 developers all over Europe uh, about what's becoming important, what they think is the most important for them, what what makes them deciding for a new job uh, or, or deciding to take an offer from a company. And there's some some facts that, yeah, they are, they are there. We know them quite for years. I mean, uh, like uh, discrimination uh, is, is important. It, it's still shocking how, how many percent of the people mention it as a problem. So I thought it's probably, if I, I guess it, I would have said it probably it's in 10% of the companies, but honestly, the answer that we got is was more than 50%. Uh, that the, oh, that, that people got discriminated and harassed actively. No, no, they're not, per, probably not personally, but they see it in their life environment. So the, the, mm. e, either actively or passively, they recognize Okay, so that it's not. They, they don't feel it's an inclusive environment where you can openly yeah. speak and okay. yeah yeah and uh, but what 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 what's happening right now and I think this is a kind of a new I always call it a, a new kind of fairness on the market is that uh, elements that previously were not so important become important so or the other way around the important stuff becomes more unimportant. And uh, for, for, to, to give an example, 43% of the, of, the, of the people that we asked mentioned that they would be willing to sign an offer, even if the salary is lower than from, from competition, if the company is able to give them a kind of a perspective and help them to develop their careers. That's one fact. The second thing was sustainability is 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 tremendously increasing. So the need for sustainability or the, the, the companies offering solutions for sustainability that's and at the end of the day if you take this and put it on a on a on on a wage you can it, it, it helps probably that smaller companies get better chances to get the candidates because three four years ago everybody wanted to work for google amazon Zalando, probably and the big the big brands and the big it, uh, IT companies and then the internet companies in the meantime, this is, has changed, and I think this creates a kind of a new fairness on the labor market that even smaller companies can address these topics in the same way than 100%. bigger ones, probably even better. And so I think they, they get better chances to grab the talents from the market. And I think that's really an, that's really a good news 
for for oh, really I can add something. Hmm? Oh, no, please continue. I just want to add something there because I think it's really spot on what you say. Yeah, I think that giving new chances and a, a new kind of fairness, and I, I really love this because especially for markets like Austria and Germany where we have meet, a lot of mid-sized companies, I think this is a kind of a really new opportunity and a good chance to grab the talents. And I think that's exactly what, what is important that currently if you just consider the environment and not just a big brand and a hype, yeah, and really be able to have an empathy towards the job seeker or also the candidates even passively um, to understand what is an ideal environment for them and what can I provide as a company um, that there is perspective, that there is maybe an inclusive environment, that there is respect towards each other when hiring. And this mm -hmm. means for me being fast, being responsive and not mm -hmm. over complicated. Yeah? Mm -hmm. um, I think these are simple things. What Everybody can do. No talent yeah. needed for that. No nothing out, outstanding needed. Just a bit of um, commitment and you, mm. you can get it done. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that, that, that that's really amazing times ahead of us. And uh, so, so with the situation that the, the, the problem became a bit, little bit lower because of the layoffs, uh, so there is availability on the market in, in, in some areas. And, and with this kind of new facts, I think there's really a good chance for, for companies to address it and, and do it right to solve the issue. In case you like my show, please subscribe. I would really appreciate it. And um, with your developers, you're always doing an event, right? So... Mm -hmm. Um, what is also behind the event? Because I think it's much more than that. Um, if, so maybe for all the listeners who need to hire engineers now and in the future, yeah. that you can also put it a bit into context what they would get from you. Yeah, I mean, because what, what, I, I also worked with you in the past and it worked well. So I would also yeah. do in the future. So yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, what 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 we do in Berlin is 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 a kind of our flagship event. So it's the We Are Developers World Congress uh, in 2023. We had 500 speakers. We had 12,000 to 13,000 developers there. We had uh, uh, participants from, if you take the developers, I mean, they're normally engaged by companies. So in, in total, we had 6,000 companies there. So it, it's definitely a big networking event. It's uh, probably one of the biggest in Europe if it comes all, all over the world, if it comes to developers. Uh, But that's not so important because uh, it's just this is just a flagship event. I mean, what we do on a weekly basis, and that's from my, from my point of view even more important if it comes to recruiting, is we are doing virtual topic days. And these virtual topic days, we call them live days, is bringing, for example, we had two weeks ago, we had the Java day. Last week, we had the Angular day. And in these days, we grab the best talents that we can find on the market, so the best Angular people and the best Java people and the hottest Java topics and the hottest Angular topics that we can find with our scouting team. And we invite the best people that we can find to talk about this hot stuff. And we uh, have a kind of a, we host a stage, a virtual stage where our moderators just welcoming the people, talking to them and having a question and answer session with them. And with this program, we attract in average 1,000 to 1,500 developers per day. Oh. So at the, at the Java and day, we uh, at the Java day, if you are recruiting Java people, I think the best the best place to be is 
participating in these Java days because you have 1,500 Java developers sitting there and listening for five hours or six hours as long as the program goes uh, uh, to Java. How do, you, how, how do you identify those best in a certain field? Do you just go to GitLab or, or not GitLab, GitHub and um, look for certain contributions and then check, hey, there is there are a lot of commits no, we have a real, I think we, in the meantime, we have a real good speaker network. And in the meantime, we have a real good standing out in the market. So, I mean, we have a developer scouting and de developer relations team. And this developer relations team is a lot of freaks and nerds. Yeah. And they are really <laughs> deep connected to the community. They are deeply connected to, to the people out there. And uh, they just need to ask one. And if this one doesn't know the answer, he probably knows 10 others who could support. And within that network, we prepared it on a seasonal basis. So we have two seasons a year. One is in January to June, and the next one is from September to December. And within the two seasons, we are running this kind of live days. And I think this always brings us new profiles on the platform because, as, as mentioned, uh, we're having 1,000 to 1,500 new uh, listeners at this at the DC these live days and and there with that we build up our community on on the other hand of course we give companies the the big chance to really show themselves to create curiosity about them to put probably their best java developers that they have in their team on our stage as well so we give them the possibility to really starting from a job pad on one end which i i personally see as the least attractive thing for passive candidates because i mean if i'm not looking for a job i'm not looking at the job pad as well but if a company inspires me if i see good people on stage if i listen Definitely. to to insightful uh, information that attracts probably people. And then these people say, okay, I'm interesting company, interesting topic that they are handling. And, uh, and then of course they're clicking on the apply button as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's also something to consider for companies, right? If you want to stand out, you need to make an effort and you don't need to do a lot of volume. You just need to find yeah. one really, um, relevant yeah. stuff, be good at it, and then you can yeah. 10x, 100x this. For instance, yeah. having a good team member talking about yeah. something highly relevant and putting yeah. them on stage. <laughs> yeah, and um, I mean the 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 companies working with us, so our our clients are getting a kind of a brand page, which we call brand page, which is nothing else than um, a kind of a landing page at our in our community where they can present themselves in the best possible ways so they have the chance to 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 publish social media content they have the chance to publish videos uh, stories uh, anecdotes photos pictures everything and with that i think they are 24 7 on in a community so the community has a chance or all the community members have the chance to meet them and 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 and, and see them and and get inspired by them so i think that's the that's the very simple way that we are well, we are developers is working, and I think it's it's the, the perfect way to to attract and 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 get in contact with with passive candidates because there's a kind of a loyalty. We take care about the loyalty of the community, and we offer kind of this marketplace more or less to to our clients. Mm. And I think when you when we look at macroeconomics. Um, mm -hmm overall and um, development of certain, I would say societies, uh, generally mm -hmm. speaking, there will mm -hmm. be a gap, yeah? 
mm-hmm. a gap of um, a lot of people going um, into retirement, but maybe mm-hmm. not the same level of people will be available at the same level for certain jobs. Mm-hmm. When we now zoom into engineering, how do you see the mm-hmm. dynamics on a, let's say, economical or um, more meta level? Um, and and what mm-hmm. factors do politics and also with the whole education piece and so on, plus also mm-hmm. um, maybe the movement of AI play mm-hmm. into that? Mm-hmm. And maybe let's go through it step by step. I think your thoughts mm-hmm. there are really interesting. I think if you look on the on the from, from the social demographic development and this baby boomer generation retiring in a couple of years, I think there's a, a, a slightly better situation for the software developers environment because there's only a few baby boomers being in that business. Yes. It started it started later on, yeah. So probably uh, there there's no I think there's not too many developers retiring uh, coming out of the, of the baby boomer generation. That's probably the good news. Uh, on the other hand, I think uh, what what uh, we need to, to solve within the next years, and I think it really starts in the kindergartens, is to a- attract females coming, stepping into that uh, business, getting inspired for technical industries and technical uh, jobs. I think that's really important. That's one thing. And the other thing, what I see, or what we see in knowing our community, knowing a lot of people in our community and knowing a lot of stars in that community as well. I think the best developers that I met have, have not, have not studied at universities. So um, it's, it's a kind of, they, they quitted schools. They were these kind of strange people, these hidden talents, uh, and they, 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 they caught infected by this virus, uh, being a software developer and and I think they, they really fell in love with that and so it's a kind of an another approach of, of, of getting this kind of skill sets that you need for that job. And I think universities where you have to run a kind of a four or five years study program is probably not the right way of, of, of getting these people in for the market. I mean that's that's one thing which I think uh, but there's a lot of, of boot camps, coding schools appearing, and I think that could help to solve the issue. And it's a little bit like I, 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 when, when I wrote my, my my first lines of code, I mean, I I think it's a little bit like handcrafting. It's a little bit if you're, if you're kind of a, uh, building a table. Uh, I think it's a, it's the same kind of thing. The first one is probably not the best one, and as more as you produce, as better it will become. And I think it's the same with code. And my experience was as more as you are into the business, as more as you're really working life on the problems, as better you become. And I think that's important that uh, it shouldn't be a theoretical four-year study somewhere. So I think it's it's more important to get a kind of a, uh, a another models for 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 training that people. That's one thing. The other thing is, of course, artificial intelligence. I think there will be a part of, of coding will be definitely done by, by AI. And I mean, that means that probably the people you need on the market need to be even better skilled and trained because they have to do the higher level stuff then. So that probably 
can cause some issues. So it, it's maybe less less software developers. We are also maybe more software architects who who using certain um, modules, script libraries that already do certain stuff. Yeah, probably not. Not uh, I think. It, I do. I think not. The developers themselves will get lost. I think it's the coders, the pure coders. Yeah, I think people writing pure code probably could uh, be 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 uh, exchanged by by AI. But software developers. Ho hopefully, also legacy code can be replaced a bit with AI <laughs> or or cleaned up. That you don't yeah, need to yeah, yeah. yeah big, a big issue, but probably that's the solution for that problem. Yeah, so probably there's a, oh, there will be. Yeah, because I think uh, developers themselves they need to understand the issues they're surrounding and the problem. And it, I mean, I think you need a broader broader mindset. And if you have mm. this broader mindset, I think there will definitely be enough jobs for in the future from my point of view. I think overall what I see is that um, maybe in the past, sometimes there were way more jobs that just um, are admin heavy or a bit narrow in scope. And I think mm -hmm. now each job gets way more um, difficult or maybe not difficult but harder and complex. more generalistic and complex and also um, more dynamic in a certain way um, mm -hmm. and I think the skill set is just changing um, mm -hmm. and one person can then maybe do more but therefore mm -hmm. also a, a, a higher or more, more complex level of skill set needs to be fulfilled yeah yeah um, so that's also overall in a development what I can see. Yeah, and I think that's generally uh, uh, a topic which which I think we need to address as a society. I mean, it's 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 how do we train and educate children from the very beginning? Because I think uh, in the Austrian school system, I still see this kind of uh, the best is the best, and the other ones are just the followers and. Uh, we still we we still put the backpack in the middle on the desk if there's a kind of an X mine which is written which is I think is 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 not what what we need on the market I think what we need on the market is people that really learn from the very beginning to work as teams and not as solo fighters and we still educate I think it's on and the universities in 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 in, in, in schools I think uh, in Austria I still see this kind of the best one uh, will be celebrated and it's always a kind of a fight who is better than the others. It's not a kind of a common approach. And I think this common approach is extremely important because as it becomes more and more complex, as it becomes broader and broader and broader, I think it, it, it definitely needs concentrated power of, of a group of people. And that should be trained. And I, think I really miss that a little bit. So I miss that... Uh, School systems are not looking on who is the best in the class. In case you have any feedback or anything you want to share with me, please send me an email on thomas at peoplewise.com or hit me up on LinkedIn. And in case you really enjoy the show, please subscribe. I would really appreciate it. I think that's also, that's also a good, good translation into the um, next topic um, of management and leadership. So you, you had a very good quote. Um, <laughs> manager can be written into an org chart. A leader can, uh, our leaders are voted by people. Um, mm. 
Tell, tell me yeah. more about your thoughts behind that, because it's really resonating, but I, I think the context is interesting on what, what's behind that. So also for the context, this is what you said when we did our pre briefing call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the, the what, what I mean behind that is, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm in business now for nearly 40 years and I was uh, working for 10, 12, 11 employers and I have my own company, which is working as a consultancy company and we met couple of hundred companies in the last 20 years since we founded that, that company. And what I recognize, and I met a lot of good managers, I really met a hell of a lot of good managers. And managing for me means managing a process, managing a company, managing some stuff. Yeah. But honestly, and I always try to, to go through my mind and to, to bring that people on stage, I, 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 I try to figure out who were the best leaders that i would like to follow with closed eyes, yeah. So, and uh, honestly, I met a couple of them, maybe five, maybe 10 in 40 years. And if we want to have people that trust us, if we want to have a team of people that follows us uh, without always talking about the target and what needs to be done today and the next day and the other day and I think if we want to really step into, into this new work environment or this new work situation, if we want to come there, um, we were talking about this for years now. At the end of the day, it still means new work, still means for many companies, you have got two home office days, yeah, as a maximum. And I mean, that's not new work, yeah. New work means something totally different for me. New work what means, does it mean for uh, you? For me, it means uh, do we work? clever enough and do we work with the trust we need in between to really trust the people that we have in the teams i mean we hire experts and we're having a lot of long lasting processes to find the best people then we hire them and from the first day in the in their role in our organization we try to control them and we try to to manage them in a way that uh, we sometimes treat them like idiots yeah so we take care that they have to sit in front of their desk uh, from nine to five, which is coming from the industrial revolution. If people were working on a production band, it, it definitely make, made sense yeah, that your neighbors were there as well. But as we are more and more coming into the, into the situation that our employees deliver their brain power, they deliver their creativity, they deliver their kind of ideas, their braveness probably as well. Yeah. So I think we, we need to, to, to give them the trust that they need to really evolve everything what they, what they can bring in. And I think that is not done by managers. That's really done by leaders because leaders are having kind of a vision. They tell a story. And if you see these glimmery, shiny eyes on the other side, I think this probably is then the best way to bring people on onto ship in four, it was already the best way to bring people onto a ship in 1490. Yeah. To say, okay, let's go to America. And I think if we want to achieve this kind of thing, we, we need to, to, to become leaders more than uh, managers. And I really was um, socialized in a, in a manager's world where it was the leather seats in the car, it was the bigger parking space, it was this kind of corner office that you got with two windows instead of just one. And I mean, this was 
I think this was socializing a kind of a manager generation which was just looking on power. Yeah, and it, it probably uh, kind of differentiating from the rest of the organization. And I think good leaders are, if you if you if you look into an organization from a manager's point of view, you see a hierarchy. If you look into an organization which is driven by leaders, I think you don't even recognize who are the leaders if you just look into it. Yeah, that's true. And that's true. That's a big difference for me. I think that's a big difference for me. Yeah, if you that's can super, see super. it in the first. If you can see it in the first look, I think you still have a manager's organization. <laughs> That's true. And sometimes uh, I think it's also necessary at some point because organizational things and process things, they need to happen. Um, yeah, of course. And I totally course. get your point, right? So that, that's that's um, I, I totally agree with that. Um, Rudy, who is a person that I don't know, but you know who I should interview as well? Who is a person you should probably interview as well? Yeah, it was a quick, too, 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 too quickly asked. There's so many in my head, in my mind at the moment. It's fine. Um, you can come back later to me if that is fine for you. Uh, yeah, because I this will, also I will, one. I will, I will come back uh, quickly. I have, it, I have so it, many in mind now. It's it's one piece of my podcast that I want to keep it organic, right? Um, that guests yeah. should recommend other guests, and then I try to get okay. them on the show as well because I think that's uh, that's the beauty of podcasting as well. Yeah, yeah um, of course. And um, yeah, so thanks so much for your time, for your insights, and um, yeah. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you very much, Mons. It was a pleasure, and I'm really looking forward to have you in our show. So yes, and sure to talk about your topics. Yeah. Thanks. See you.